Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, unwanted pets and relatives, it's Mr. Palumbo on this Motivational Monday. Today I want to talk about respect. You know, before the pandemic hit, I was invited to give a commencement speech at my previous school, and I was really excited about it, and I had this whole thing ready to go, and I was writing it down, and... I was looking it over, making corrections, and well, obviously, with the lockdown that happened across the nation, unfortunately, I did not get to give that speech. The title of the speech was Humility, Respect, and Perseverance, the Three Keys to Success. Those of you who have followed my work or listened to the podcast know that I'm a huge proponent of perseverance. I probably, you guys are probably going to get tired of me and my message of never giving up. But I would say that humility and respect are also the three legs to the stool that make up Mr. Palumbo's worldview and perspective. How do we survive in life? How do we thrive in life? How do we succeed in life? It's with humility respect, and perseverance. So today, let's talk about respect, or R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me, as Aretha Franklin would say. I think a lot of people have misconceptions about what respect is. In my opinion, I think most people believe it's this warm, fuzzy feeling that you get When someone agrees with you or loves you or admires you, even in the dictionary, it says, quote, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. I don't know if I really agree with this. Certainly, admiration is common with respect, but not always. There's been a lot of people I've grown to respect that I don't necessarily love or even like. I think respect comes from integrity and credibility. You might have a boss, for example, that you can't stand personally. But he leads the shop well. And he keeps the doors open. And he keeps the paycheck coming. His hard work keeps business going. But personally, you don't like him. Does that mean you can't respect him? I bet it means you can respect the job he does. You might have a colleague that you're not going to hang out with on the weekends, but you know that he or she will tell you the unvarnished truth. And you know what? You can respect that. So respect isn't something that's always related to good feelings, good emotions. Heck, we can respect someone that accomplished great things and not respect the person. I think this is where we're getting in trouble with history because we are looking back with our new morals and our new sense of values. And if we don't like them for, say, they owned a slave, they owned a slave, then we want to almost erase everything they have ever done. So obviously respect is something more complex than just liking or looking up to someone. So let's take a look at this. 
First of all, I want to point out the number one thing about respect is respect is earned. It is not legislated. It cannot be demanded. It cannot be forced. Respect is earned. Why can't it be forced? I'm not sure I know the entire answer to this question, but I do know that the world runs almost exclusively on merit. What is merit? Merit is the quality of being particularly good or worthy, especially so as to deserve praise or reward. Well, what does that mean? That means merit is something you've earned because you're good at something. And ladies and gentlemen, this is how the world turns. I know you might not like this, but the truth is the world turns on merit. How do we know this to be the case? Well, think about this. Let's just use an example. Say you know somebody in your life that you know is really smart. Uh, Just really smart. He can do anything he wants. She can do anything she puts her mind to. And yet they're at home and they're lazy and they live with mom and dad or they 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 have a very basic job they don't have a car they they barely have a bank account they don't really do much for themselves and they don't do much for society how much respect do you have for that person think about it and why is it because this person is not applying themselves this person is not using what God has given him or her and and using that merit to to do something for society, something better, something than just breathing air. I think you guys can see that respect has something to do with merit. Now, all humans should have some basic respect for one another, and this is something we are dangerously missing today. We all should have a basic respect. We are all human beings. And because we are all human beings, we should all have a basic decency towards one another. And unfortunately, this is not the case. But respect is earned because people need to know that you can be trusted, not liked, trusted. How do you get respect? You show up to school every day. You show up to work every day. And you show people that you are a person of your word. I don't know why this is. Maybe this goes back to our caveman days. And, and, you know, to trust somebody, you have to see if they are going to provide for the tribe. What do they offer the tribe? Does this person lead from the front? Does this person sacrifice for others? Does this person tell the truth? If all of those things are yes, and consistently yes, that person is going to be trusted. The person that is whiny, the person that is talking behind other people's backs, the person that doesn't do anything, the person that is lazy, that person is not going to have much respect. Respect is earned because people are proud and suspicious creatures. And that's just the plain truth of things. I remember watching that movie, Hidden Figures. Maybe you guys have seen it, came out a couple years ago. And if you guys haven't noticed, I like bringing up movies. I'm kind of a movie buff. But anyway, that movie Hidden Figures, and it was about the African-American ladies who were mathematicians, and they helped NASA's Mercury program. Now, you got to remember, this was before computers, folks. So these ladies were tasked with calculating the flight trajectory of spacecraft without using uh, calculators or computers. Well, they probably had rudimentary 
calculators, but you get what I mean. So let me set the scene here. We have females. They were black in a male-dominated field, which is still the case today, right? STEM is still mostly male. STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. I almost forgot the E. Okay, so, and this is back in the 60s, guys. So this is a segregated South, right? These ladies have so many things stacked against them. They are walking into an environment with very little respect. And do you think when they got to NASA, do you think they were excited to have these ladies uh, come in there and, and make these calculations? Were they like, yay, oh my goodness, representation, diversity, oh, this is great. No, none of that, none of that at all. Now, some of you guys might ask, and this is a great question, why did people resent them? What did they do to them? They're just trying to help out the space program as anybody else is. Well, let's go back to the beginning of our discussion. People resented them because they were different, but they also resented them because they have not proved themselves yet. They did not show through ability that they deserved to be where they were. Now, I know I'm going to have a student in the back who's going to let their wokeness come out, and they're going to say, well, Mr. Palumbo, this is, this is bad. They should just be treated decently because they're human beings and they should not be resented because of their gender or their race. I completely agree with you and any sensible person agrees with you. I'm just giving you the facts on the ground, right? Remember when a journalist would actually say, well, Johnny, here are the facts on the ground. The facts on the ground are humans are mean, unjust, and they discriminate. But the main reason these women did not have respect is because they did not prove anything yet. So anyway, back to the story. So these ladies endure discrimination and sexism as they stand straight up and they face it just doing their jobs. Face it with dignity, just doing their jobs. And slowly throughout the movie, slowly, people's attitudes around them start to change. Now my favorite part in this movie is when they're about to launch one of these missions, and the IBM computer is acting a little suspicious. The numbers are kind of fuzzy, and it just doesn't seem like they're getting a straight answer. Now, you got to remember, any wrong calculation could mean life or death for John Glenn, who's the guy that's going to be shot up into orbit in basically a large trash can. So the NASA bigwigs ask Glenn, what does he want to do? And he says, quote, get the girl to look at the numbers. If she says they're good, then I'm ready to go, unquote. Now, there's a lot of artistic license taken with this movie, as with all movies, okay? Some of this stuff is for dramatic effect. But as far as I can tell, as from my research, is this is a quote from John Glenn. John Glenn really said this or something like this. And ladies and gentlemen, this is respect. It didn't matter what gender she was at that moment. It didn't matter what color she was at that moment. It didn't matter if John Glenn was a super-duper racist, which I don't know. None of that mattered. What mattered was her ability. He trusted her, and therefore he respected her. 
Yeah, yeah, but Mr. Palumbo, Mr. Palumbo, people still don't like me because I'm a woman. Mr. Palumbo, people don't like me because, because I'm black or, 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 or I'm some other color than white because you know all white people are bad. Mr. Palumbo, listen, it, look, if you want people to like you, if you are concerned about people liking you, you are going to be a miserable person. You need to stop right now worrying about well, does this person like me? Oh, does this guy like me? Oh, does this girl like me? Oh, does my new boss like me? Stop it. Do they respect you because you provide something to the team? You are a valuable asset to the team. That's what matters. That's what matters. Not, do they like me? You know, this idea of letting your abilities uh, really... Um, grow that respect is, is, is very clear in the civil rights movement, uh, especially in the area of sports. If you think about sports, uh, athletes were able to use their abilities <laughs> and kind of humans' uh, competitive natures against themselves to, to show that they are equal and that they deserve respect. There are countless examples of black athletes that had to endure unfair treatment, bigotry, prejudice, and yes, disrespect, all because of the color of their skin. Joe Lewis, Jesse Owens, Jackie Robinson, Jim Brown. Well, I just realized all those names start with J. That's kind of weird. All these men were villainized and despised in their day. Today, right now, they are beloved, adored. They are respected. Why? Because they went out and they earned it. So let's look at the other side of the coin here when it comes to respect. There's almost a guaranteed way that you can ensure you won't be respected. And that is, to whine about it, to demand respect, to complain about it. And that's where we are today in society. We demand respect for all these things. Now, we have never proven ourselves, or we might not have proven ourselves, but we demand all this respect. And this goes all the way down to our society, to even marital couples, Husbands want all this respect from their wives, and wives want all this respect and love from their husbands, and neither one of them will do the work that is required to earn that respect. Parents want their kids to respect them, but then when you watch the parents, see how they talk to their kids with disrespect, talking down to the kids, putting down their kids in front of people, but they want respect. Our leaders in Washington, they want to be loved and adored and respected, but they have given us no reason. They have no credibility, no integrity for earning any kind of respect. We can't demand respect, boys and girls. It's just how the world works. And these governments with their programs trying to legislate so-called equality and respect, governments can't even enforce respect. That's society's job. That's culture's job. To some degree, these affirmative action programs, which place race above skill, 
promotes division and resentment. I don't know about you, but if I were chosen for a job just because I was a minority or a woman and not because of my ability, I would feel disrespected and in some ways kind of babied and coddled. Give me the truth. Am I qualified for the job or am I not? If I'm not mistaken, this was exactly how Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas felt when he was felt slighted by his Yale Law School alma mater. Once he learned about the race quotas they instituted there. For those that don't know, race quotas were is where colleges put certain percentages. You have to have a certain percentage of this race. You have to have a certain percentage of that race. And legend has it that Justice Thomas stored his prestigious law degree in his basement for many years because he resented that he wasn't enrolled on merit, but on color. The one thing I've never understand about programs like affirmative action is how does fighting racism with racism make any sense? And finally, I'll probably talk about this a bit more in, a, in a, another podcast, but I'd like to add that another component involved with respect is self-respect. The ancient Chinese philosopher Confucius once said, respect yourself and others will respect you. There is a direct relationship between self-respect and respect from others. How you carry yourself, how you talk about yourself, the image you present to the world is the image many will judge you with. If you're hooting and hollering and acting like a fool, many people will think you're a fool. Self-respect is defined as pride and confidence in oneself and feeling that one is behaving with honor and dignity. Well, let's think about that for a second. Notice in the definition it says something about behavior. Behaving with honor and dignity. Do we even know what these words mean anymore? Are kids learning about honor and dignity? No, they're learning about the dangers of calling Mr. Potato Head by his masculine Mr. But they're not learning anything about honor and dignity. So as we whine and demand about being treated with respect, and we pressure the government to legislate for more protected status for different groups. But this doesn't do anything, and it doesn't bring respect. It only brings resentment or division. If you want respect in this world, you're going to have to earn it. The world turns on merit. Don't forget that, boys and girls. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email me at ProfessorLiberty1776 at gmail.com or message me on my Facebook page. See you next time, folks. And until then, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty.